and welcome to Casey Chiropult's podcast brought to you by Katz Consultants, helping chiropractors keep their pulse on success. I'm Dr. Michael Perush, and I'm joined by my dear friend, Dr. Troy Fox. Troy, how the heck are you today? Doing great. Doing fantastic. Couldn't be any better. Actually, what a wonderful day it is out today. So it's uh we were just talking a little bit earlier about how we both need to get outside more and 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 oh, get do. some get some sun on our domes i'm like i i spend way too much time inside uh trying to solve other people's problems which is what a lot of us do you know if you're in practice you spend all day trying to solve other people's problems you know and 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 we always tell you you know not to take that on uh, you know uh, not to take the whole weight of their problem on your shoulders because it's still their problem you're just trying to help them with it but you know what that's how you end up with a shiny dome that's not very tan is working inside all the time i always i always had these dreams as a as a young chiropractor of this like yoga center kind of looking place with a lot of really cool plants inside of it and a retractable roof oh i thought that'd be really cool but then i realized i live in kansas and it's windy (laughs) and there's a lot of bugs so i don't know you know um that that probably would not work well for me so yeah i suppose i could get away with it down here in florida except for the rainy season you might you might there you go yeah so Speaking of practices, yeah. since we never talk about stuff about practices. Right. What kind of practice? Yeah. I, I, I've got a question, which was a, which was a, a really good one. Um, this is a person that has had a lot of turnover in their practice uh-huh. with their staff. And they're like, it's a common what, thing. what in the world? It's like, I try to hire someone and then that doesn't work out to hire someone and it snowballs. And next thing you know, you've had six people at your front desk in the, in the last year. So, so, so this person's question, um, and this was a uh, thanks Chuck from, uh, from uh, Iowa from asking this question. Chuck says, I try to give a little shout out. I, I was, I didn't used to say people's name. I'll just say your first names now. Cause that way I don't embarrass you. But um, Chuck from Iowa wants to know what are some of the qualities that you and I look for and what we instruct our clients to look for in a good staff member. Uh, and, you know, I will preface this before we ever start and say hiring anyone, including, in, in, including, you know, when my wife hired me, cause I think she was in charge of my practice. I think I was just her employee. I thought it was the other way around, but you know, um, the hiring process sometimes can be a little dicey in the best of situations, but sometimes we find a, a, a gym in the rough. And I think what he's wanting to know, how do I minimize the damaging problems and how do I get to a point of where I at least have a 50, 50 chance that maybe this person's a superstar. So what do you, what do you think about that? I mean, what, what yeah, kind of things are you question. looking at? That's a great question. Um, you know, I think we could get into this really, really deep too. Oh um, yeah. You know, I, I always say this, I think you have to hire people, especially if they're going to be front desk or, or having any kind of patient interaction. Um, I think you have to hire people that have a big personality, number one. Yep. If they don't have a big personality, they're probably not going to be very good at interacting with patients. And more mm-hmm. importantly, <clears throat> excuse me, helping you build relationships with patients because that's what makes patients want to stay for the long term. Right, so right. Your short-term patients who are not finishing care or they come to you and say, uh, you know, I, I feel better. I think I'm good now. 
those are the ones you haven't built a relationship with. And doctors, you can't build the relationships with patients by yourself. You, it's, you, uh, that process requires staff to be involved. Yeah. And the reason why is because staff actually is with patients longer than yeah. we, the doctors are. I mean, when you adjust somebody, how long are you with them? Three minutes, mm-hmm. four minutes, five minutes at the most? I think you and I can both admit to the fact that I think our patients in most cases, you know, we're talking seeing a number of patient visits a day. So we're very busy seeing each patient for the amount of time that we need to do our part of the job to to get them adjusted, to diagnose, to get notes taken, whatever we needed to do. But I can tell you that at the end of the day, when I talk to people out in public, you know what they would say? Sometimes I would get the, oh my gosh, we just love you, Dr. Fox. Uh, And I would get the, hey, we really like your adjustments. Our family loves coming to see you, but we really love your staff. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? That's actually a compliment and that's a really good thing. But you know, if if you want them to say you're the best, it probably isn't going to happen. If you have a really well-oiled machine, a really great office, and a really great bunch of staff, they're going to comment on the staff more often than you and say how great this person was, that person was. I had a, a gal named Diane that worked in the back of my office, and she was with me the majority of my practice life. And Diane, everybody talked about, about Diane. What a great lady, so inspirational would talk to them about this, that, and the other. And so, you know, you're talking about hiring that person. It's like, okay, how do we find that person? Because yep. it's, it, you want them to talk about everybody in your office and, and you get pushed off to the side, really. Right. You know, right. because like you said, it's a relationship where they spend more time with the staff than us. Yeah, and you think about it, staff in a lot of situations, especially at the front desk, they see the patient twice. We see them once. Front desk season twice, coming and going. Yep. Yep. And, you know, you bring up a good point. You know, I, I can't remember a day that went by that I didn't at some point during the day see every one of my staff members get hugged by a, a patient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got more hugs and loving than, than I did. Yeah. You know, yeah. Which is awesome, which is awesome. So how do you find those kind of people? Well, again, I think you've got to hire for personality first mm-hmm. and hire for talent second. And I see a lot of us trying to hire skill. And I think that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they want somebody who's got chiropractic experience who came from another office, mm-hmm. which, which yeah. can be good and bad. I mean, there's yeah. a 50-50 right there because they may be bringing preconceived ideas and training with them right. that doesn't yeah. fit your office. And all they do is comment on, well, here's how we used to do it over here. Yeah. Which is yeah, annoying. you saw me. You saw me doing the big head shake and no as soon as you said that. Because my experience has often been that training within and training somebody with the right personality set was the way to go. Now I want to throw in here too. We've had a couple of experiences where we've tried to give advice, maybe solicited or unsolicited. You and I sometimes try to help people that <laughs> don't want help. Sometimes, no, I know. Uh, yeah. But I had an experience that just infuriated me probably about eight years ago. I had somebody tell me, uh, as we were kind of talking about some of these same things about how do I hire? And this person said to me, I'm just going to hire somebody really hot for the front desk. And that will bring, and I'm like, I literally about fell out of my chair. Um, That is probably the worst strategy ever 
is to hire somebody attractive, whether male or female, and that's why you hired them? Uh, no, no. Like you said, the big personality for me is really the one. I love people that are bubbly and fun and can carry on a conversation. They're trainable. I don't exactly. I don't care if you need braces. I don't care. Look, look I don't care if you've lost your hair. It, it doesn't matter. I don't right. really care. I care about your big bubbly personality. So I thought that was a great point that you made about that and the ability to be trainable. So bringing people into your office from the outside, what's the key quality if I'm going to bring someone over from another office? I'm going to ask them two questions. One, you know, can you carry a conversation? In other words, I'm going to ascertain that during the, during the interview. The other thing I want to know is, are you going to bring your procedures from your past office over to mine? Or are you willing to learn, you know, how we do things? Right. So that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that brings up a good point. If you can find somebody who's worked in a chiropractic office, mm -hmm. it can be great mm -hmm. because of their, their knowledge about chiropractic may be really good and those kind of things. Especially, you, especially in billing and insurance. Absolutely. Are, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But you may also find yourself in a position where you got to unwind a lot of mm -hmm. their training. And sometimes they mm -hmm. can be a little harder to train. So right. you, you've got to really ask the question. And we ask doctors this all the time. Are you coachable? Are you trainable? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you resourceful? Those are the kind of people that I like to hire. Right. If they've had, they've had some good office skill training in the past with another job, if, they, mm -hmm. if they've got good people skills, um, if they got, and I know everybody cringes when, when I say this, but if they've got sales skills, you mm -hmm. know, like it or not, every business, even our clinics, you have to have some le level of salesmanship in there. Yeah. One of the best um, staff people I ever had, she was um, I had two people at the front desk, one that checked people in, one that checked people out. She was, mm -hmm. she checked people yep. out and she could sell more supplements because she had just really good sales skills. Mm -hmm. My supplements would just fly off the shelf because she would remind people, Hey, you know, you need to be taking vitamin C. Dr. Proust recommends everybody take omega three. And do you have right. any at home? No. Okay, great. We're going to get you set up. And she just was really smooth at it. And what a great point to make, because as the doc, there's a lot of times where you're like, man, I am not the best at telling my patients that they need this supplement or that. Yeah. And you are and you have some staff members, and I had mine as well that did the same thing. She would latch on to everything I said to the patient. She would overhear it and go, doctor says that you need some vitamin E today. Let's yeah. go ahead and get that for you. And you know what? I was already out of sight, out of mind. That patient had gone around the corner to therapy and I'd totally forgotten. I didn't grab a vitamin E off the shelf and hand to him. So having a great salesperson is important. I think also as we talk about sales, 10, 15, 20 years ago as chiropractors, sales was a dirty word, right? Nobody did sales except chiropractors, according to us chiropractors. You know, medical offices and all, they didn't sell their services. What is all over TV anymore? Everybody's selling their services because yeah. they all run a service-based <clears throat> sales business. Yep. So I don't think sales is a dirty word. I think you need to make sure that you're selling the right thing. I don't think that you need to sell the $19 uh, exam and $10 adjustment or whatever is out there right now. I think what you need to sell is what your patient needs. And if you have somebody that's good with nutrition or good with rehab or good with yoga and you integrate them into your practice, 
practice and they're able to help your patients, by all means, it's worth a dollar amount. And I think that's fantastic. So I think you hit on a key point right there, two people that can help your practice in the way that your paradigm or your philosophy of your practice is set up, right? right. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I, just, I think that means so much to your practice and to what you're doing. So let's jump into, and I don't want to spend too much time on the negative, but let's talk real briefly. What are some big red flags for you when you're interviewing someone? You're like, absolutely not. What are, what are a few red flags? Let me see if you and I agree on the, or, or if we've got the same list of red flags. You know, one of the things I look at is the manner in which they're dressed. And, mm -hmm. and I'm not suggesting that they have to be, you know, dressed in a $500 business suit. Right. But if they didn't take the time or care enough to wear clean clothes and, and you know, clothes that are put together well and not, you know, worn out. That, that's a little bit of a red flag. Probably the biggest mm -hmm. red flag is whether or not they can look you in the eye and communicate. Can they formulate right. answers to your questions, to your interview questions, <clears throat> and look you in the eye and deliver that answer? If they can't, big red flag for me. Mm -hmm. I need people that can be honest and open in their communication. And if you can't look somebody in the eye, then you're not being open and honest, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in my opinion. So... That, that's right. a huge one right there. I would add in what, what I look at when I get ready to interview somebody is one job history on their resume. If, mm -hmm. if their job history is all over the place for the last two years, I don't, I don't want to interview you because I'm going to invest time in you. Right. I'm going to teach you a skill. So that's number one. And number two, don't be late for your interview. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. Just no. don't because literally I walk into that going, no. Yeah. And the interview is going to be very short to the point. Thanks. I'll give you a call if we need you. Yeah. And I've done that before. And, uh, you know, and maybe I missed out on an opportunity because somebody was having a bad day, but you know, the phone works, right? So I've always wondered when somebody's going to be and late. We all have one in our hand. Yeah. Please call me. Please yeah. call me if you're going to be late for your interview. So yeah, that's the other red flag for me. I mean, really, I don't have a ton of red flags. But those are a couple for me, just, uh, you know, because again, like we said, if you have a big personality and you're trainable, you're probably, you've got an opportunity to be one of the great ones. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I always like to ask the question, <clears throat> do you have any experience with chiropractic care? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if they come back with an answer, of, oh, oh, no, no, not, not chiropractic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good to meet you. Yeah. But yep. you know, one of the best employees, I'm just thinking back over the years, one of the best mm -hmm. employees we ever had was right out of high school. Mm. Yeah. She was a go-getter. She had a mm -hmm. big personality. Um, and one of the reasons why we hired her besides the personality was she'd been an athlete and she had mm -hmm. worked hard and she had won many awards and she was a straight A student. So she was smart. And, you know, that athletic training told me that she's coachable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, you know, those, those are little nuances that sometimes you can look for in a person's background or resume, right. job history. And so I, I think to, you know, to, to summarize what we've talked about, 
I don't know that there's any one quality when somebody walks through the door other than maybe determining that bubbly personality or that outgoing personality that connects with people. Right. I think that's, I think, I think we've, we've pretty much determined you and I both agree. That's probably a number one trait. There are a lot of other smaller yep. traits. There are a few red flags, but I mean, if you want to talk about the secret of hiring from that standpoint, I think for us in chiropractic practices, for a front desk person, now that's literally what we keyed on, a point person. Because yes, somebody in insurance or somebody uh, maybe that does therapy doesn't have to be quite as personable. Your therapist probably ought to be halfway personal because they're with people a lot all day long. All day long. Uh, Billing and insurance they might be back in an office by themselves, you know, most of the day and they had to make all the hard calls to the insurance companies and, and that sort of thing. So they may not have to be as bubbly and personable. They may need to be more concise, uh, more businesslike and have an accounting mind. So I'm not saying that that encompasses everything, but a lot of times we're looking for point people in our practice. Yep. That's usually the biggest turnover spot in the practice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's a hard job and it does kind of, wear people down. So, Absolutely. you know, we, we, we could go on and on and on about the hiring process, but this, this is one of the key things that we do in our coaching is we mm-hmm. help clinics understand not only the mechanics of, of the hiring process, but even things like what you can and can't ask, how to maintain oh, your employee yeah. records, those kind of things. So I we, we've got all that kind of training. Yeah. I laugh because we've had we've had some folks in the past that have maybe asked some questions that were inappropriate or illegal to uh-huh. ask. Yep. And so we will even help coach you through the, hey, here's the questions you can ask during an interview. And here's the ones you absolutely can't ask. Yep. You know, exactly. Um, do you smoke? Not a good question to ask <laughs> yeah, somebody in an interview. Don't you ask know? that. Yeah, and I could I could throw out some others, but you know there right. are there are there are absolute red light questions that you do not ask, and we can help you with that as well. So, with that said, Doctor Perush, if if I want some coaching on this, or just in general, because I'm probably not going to ask just how do I hire a front desk person, I probably want to know how to run everything in my office and maybe get some coaching for me and maybe for my staff because cats consulting does, does coaching for, for staff as well. How, how would I reach you if we wanted to do that? Very simple. Catsconsultants.com on there. You can email us. You can touch base with us um, through the website. You can join our Facebook groups. We've got uh, our calendars are on there. If you want to schedule a, a time to actually talk and, and talk about what's going on in your practice, we can do that too. Our phone number's on there. So you can contact us in a multitude of ways. You can also connect up with us on Casey Chiropults on uh, Facebook, as well as Cats Chiropractic Consultants on Facebook. So we're kind of so hard man, to miss. Yeah. Let me ask you a quick question about that before we go. So if I sign up for one of these consults basically with you is that mean like you're going to jump on there and talk to me and kind of find out you know what I got going on and see if you can help me or how does that work absolutely you can jump on my schedule we can talk about issues you may be having in your practice or how do you grow from here or you mm-hmm. know we, mm-hmm. we see a lot of um, I'm not going to mention any names but we get a lot of clients who have been with other um, mm-hmm. consulting companies coaching companies right. and they've plateaued because it's, it's all systems-based, and you, mm-hmm. you get to a plateau, mm-hmm. and you, you can't get to the next level. We right. do a lot of, I call it next-level coaching. How do you get to that next level? 
because our coaching is one-on-one. It's not systems-based. Nice. So, yeah. But nice. you can jump, jump on my schedule and we can talk through whatever's happening in, in your practice and, you know, just get to know one another a little bit. If nothing else, yeah, we love meeting doctors yeah. that we haven't met in the past and hearing about your practice. Yeah. Where else in the industry of consulting are you going to talk to one of the principals in the consulting group rather than just a, a coach somewhere down the road? One of the principals in the consulting group is going to jump on a call with you and actually talk you through and find out what's going on with your practice because we actually care. That's We're, we're doctors teaching other doctors for a reason. Yep, just now, like you guys. Yeah. So here's the thing. If you guys have a question, Maybe you're not ready to make that phone call and talk to us. Yeah, or maybe, you know, you just, maybe you're just listening to our podcast because we have magnetic personalities. I don't <laughs> know. But so if you have a question for us, please email me at Troy at catsconsultants.com. That's cats with a K, Troy at catsconsultants.com. You can ask us anything. Uh, you know, I'm probably, I, I'm, 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 uh, you know, uh, I've got a little bit of information on everything and I'm a master at absolutely nothing. So we'll tell you, you know, we'll, we'll come up with an answer for you. Now, if you have a question about practice and you really want us to talk about it in depth, um, and you're kind of trying to figure out how do I get that free stuff out of these guys by getting them to talk on their podcast, feel free to email us. We will That's talk funny. about it. We love chiropractic. We can talk about anything. Yeah. And we love seeing your successes. So Absolutely. even if you've had great success, let us know about it. Email me, talk to us about it. So, and you know, we, we also have a subscription program. If you just want a sampling every week of what we're doing and what we're teaching and, and talking to mm-hmm. doctors about, you can join our subscription program and you can get uh, two training videos every single week. One for doctors, one for staff. These are great ways to drive your staff meetings and things. It's current relevant information. Um, Everything we do is fresh and new. So we're always pushing forward, never backwards. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, hey, it was great today. Um, Yeah, this is a good topic. Thank you, Chuck, for sending that in. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, Again, Troy at catsconsultants.com if you want to submit a question or a thought for us to banner around on the uh, podcast, please do. So we look forward to tuning in next time. So thanks for being here. This is the Casey Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping you keep your pulse on success. Be sure to check us out at catsconsultants.com. And from all of us here at Cats Consultants, stay informed and well-adjusted. Troy, we'll see you later. Yep, we'll see you all later.